Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, May 20th. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Let's go ahead and start off with prayer. Yeah. Heavenly Father, it's the beginning of a fresh week, and I ask God for a renewed blessing as we study this portion of Scripture, as we continue in the letter of Romans. Give us your blessing and guidance and wisdom. Uh, we ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're reading Romans 1, 18 through 32, and we're reading from the English Standard Version today. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creatures rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them but give approval to those who practice them. All right, mm, there we that, go. That was cheery. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, interesting into the chapter one of Romans chapter one. And here's the recalibrate question that we're going to think about for today, for Sunday morning, May 20. When have you seen God in the natural world? Or how can you intentionally become more connected with the natural environment around you? Nathan Brown is the one who's written The Daily Walk for this week, and if you haven't read The Daily Walk, I want to encourage you to do so. It's a brilliant Daily Walk this week, and uh, just go to boulder.church forward slash daily, and you'll see The uh, Daily Walk for this week on, on Sunday. And so this is the recalibrate question he wants us to reflect on reading this passage in the English Standard Version. So is the idea that if you were to see God in the natural world or intentionally connect with the natural world that you wouldn't fall into the hazards that this chapter mentions, slander insolence, boastfulness, inventing evil, etc. Or is it always the idea actually that uh, that God reveals himself 
not only through scripture, but actually he reveals himself through the natural world as well, and that you can observe and see and decipher who God is in part through well, nature. Have you seen God in the natural world? Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think. I actually think that it is, it is possible to see uh, the beauty of who God is, and I think there are lots. I mean, people love it. I mean, some of the best TV shows that I've ever seen uh, that I uh, really capture a lot of uh, excitement is when you see people do incredible, great stories. When I grew up as a child and. Uh, in England, I remember seeing great TV shows where where it was just always about some good that somebody had done. Uh, there was a, a great classic one called uh, Jim Will Fix It. And, uh, and this show was just about this guy called Jimmy Savile. Well, I thought he was really old at the time. But, but this guy who would just make wishes. Like people would write a letter to Jimmy and say, Jim, could you fix this in my life? And he would do something amazing for somebody else. And people want good to be done. So how are you defining the natural world? I'm the natural world just things that we do. I, I mean it could be actually also oh, I guess. I was thinking yeah. it meant actually nature like the mountains yeah. or animals or but you mean the natural world meaning anything that can be observed. Well, it could be both. Like TV shows or people Yeah, I or, think I was I definitely was saying the TV but, shows no, natural I'm just, world. I'm trying, I'm trying to understand <laughs> the question. Like what is the question about? I actually think the iPhone is the natural world. I think that you might. Yeah, I, might I, I think it's funny that when a question is asked about the natural world, you start to talk about a TV show well, yeah, that you true. watched growing up in southeast London. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I, I think it's because for me the natural world is seen through people. Or through television. Well, I didn't grow up in the, I didn't grow up in the countryside like you did. I grew up in the city. I didn't grow up in the countryside either. But well, you grew up in nature, didn't you? Um, I suppose. Yeah. No. I spent time in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I. I but didn't. It was more intentionally that we left where we lived to go to go to nature. To, I didn't grow up in a log yeah. cabin or anything. Really? I thought it was no, like out in the middle so. with nobody else. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I've often had those feelings of being really, you know, kind of overcome with awe yeah. of the natural world, which a lot of people describe. I don't. I'm not sure whether there's anything really teachable in that though like in terms of what this question okay intentionally becoming connected to the natural environment I think that is a good thing for people I think it um, causes you to think and reflect upon your place in the universe and um, who you are in relation to other things in a way that you wouldn't otherwise but I'm not sure what to do with it in connection with the text well in the text in verse 20 um what, what Paul is is doing here is that he's referring to the First Testament references that talk about the fact that God does reveal himself through things that he's created. And I think he's created humanity. I think he created humanity. Right. And that's why I believe that when you see in, in other human beings people doing good things, you see the beauty of who God is. So I believe that seeing people do good things inspires you to believe in something greater than yourself. Okay, and so this is saying that because but, you can clearly see evidence of God in the world, that you have no excuse for not following him. That's kind of what the first few verses seem to say, right? Uh, and that's why they're saying that they have no excuse. No, Paul, Paul's just saying that there are, two, there are two forms of revelation and that there are those who will see a little bit of revelation of God through everything that's taking place in society and the world that we have, that God is working in the beauty of what we see. And, you know, when I drive, when I used to live in Broomfield with the Hansons and I used to drive into, uh, into Boulder to church and seeing, you know, the sun reflecting on the, on the mountains and stuff, it's pretty awe-inspiring on Sabbath morning. It was just pretty fantastic. And I, I think that you can see and think to yourself, well, 
it's amazing. And I was inspired and thought, God created this beauty. Mm. And it brought me closer to God. Paul saying, you can see God and you can see God in nature. You can see God in people. You can see God doing great things inside that. But he also says that God also reveals himself directly as well. And he's going to develop that idea more and more. Hmm. Okay. So, so how intentionally have we become more connected with the natural environment around us is a question that I think Nathan's really trying to ask us here. When have we seen God in the natural world? I mean, there are other civilizations that have never known of Christianity that we know of. Um, and we believe that, hey, God still speaks to them and works through them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And so, uh, and for that reason, I think that, that God is working in all sorts of places that we would never ever imagine. That's the, that's the beauty of actually seeing the power of God and the presence of God inside all that we are. I, I, I think that Paul is building up to, obviously, it's something pretty difficult inside this section here. And, it, and we often end this particular chapter, verse 32 here, and we just say, well, that's the capstone of chapter 1. But I think it goes all the way through to chapter 2, verse 16, before we really kind of get to the end of this entire thing, which this week is going to have to take us through in order to really understand what Paul is really trying to do with these verses here in particular. When it, well, when yeah, I don't to... know what to do with the verses because they seem just sort of not specifically targeted toward anything. So I don't. he's clearly talking about something, but I don't know what he's talking about or what prompted what feels like kind of a rant. Yeah, yeah, he it's is. It's a rant against something, but you're like, well, I, I don't know what set you off on this thing about how everybody's so terrible and so yeah it's it's just um yeah i think i think it's i think it's the switch that takes place at verse 18 that throws people off so why don't we look at this tomorrow and we'll expand on this some more because i think verse 18 often throws people off where it says for the wrath of god is revealed from heaven what does this mean how's it go through and we're going to have to address this question tomorrow what makes you angry when you observe experience in the world around you but for today as you reflect on today just ask yourself do you see god in the beauty around you do you see god in nature around you do you see god in people around you and how has that shaped you think about that till then live love Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.